0: I was actually broke as fuck before I started OnlyFans. No way. I barely had shit. Like my mom my mom was in control of my money. So she was doing whatever she wanted to do and I had a five hundred dollar limit on my card.
1: <laughs> no way. <laughs> yeah. And you'd already like Gucci flip flops and like you'd had like hits and you you still haven't seen that money. So OnlyFans in a lot of ways was like you get to decide what you look like, you get to decide it was like you a get whole, the money is like, direct walking. to you.
0: Through. Like, I seen the light of the tunnel. Like, it was crazy.
1: Yeah. So we all get to hear Bad Baby all those little viral 15 second clips that we see but you don't always get to hear danielle just sit down and tell her story from her own perspective which is what we're going to do today we are covering a lot today with bad baby we're talking about dr phil of course we're talking about OnlyFans, her relationship to her mom her adolescence i don't want to waste any time let's get into it with bad baby after this break stay tuned for more high low with emrata Welcome back to Hilo with Emrata. So this week on Hilo, we have a very special guest, bad baby. Hi. Danielle doesn't do that many interviews. She was just telling me, especially in the last like five years. So I feel really honored. She managed to monetize her 15 seconds of fame into an incredible career music, music, So many things. She's made millions of dollars. Please welcome my guest today on Hilo, Bad Baby. Okay, let's get right into it. I want to talk to you about OnlyFans first and foremost. Damn girl, you make so much money. (laughs) (laughs) I've been thinking about starting one. Do it. Really? Yeah. Okay, tell me everything.
0: So it's just like, I don't even know where to start. It's like, duh, they want to see, you know, young, hot women like, okay, cool. That's obvious, but it's like when you have a name
1: mm-hmm.
0: and like, you know, it just makes people want to be in it even more because this girl's doing like crazy shit on there that aren't making nearly as much as I'm making. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. So it's like. How old are you now? 20. Okay. I just turned 20 like three weeks ago.
1: Happy birthday. Thank you. Are you an Aries? Yes. Okay. I love Aries. I'm a Gemini. All my best friends are Aries.
0: Oh, I have the Gemini attached on my back.
1: Oh my God. Damn. Wait. I attract
0: a lot of Geminis.
1: Okay. Aries. So we're going to be compatible. <laughs> Wait, why did you get that tattoo? I
0: had his ex that was...
1: <laughs> really? Wait, I need to hear about... I heard you have like all your exes tattooed okay. somewhere.
0: So I have one guy that managed to make it six times or five five or six. He's
1: been honored on your body five times. Yeah, so I Damn. have... Damn, okay.
0: So I have Chief Keep's birthday, his last name, his name, his nickname... And his, like, I have CK on my ankles. Then I have his last name right here. And then I had, well, actually, I just covered his birthday. Okay. Up here. And then I have so on my ear. And then I have Keith on my wrist.
1: Oh, damn. Why'd you cover his birthday?
0: Because I'm sick of his shit.
1: Okay. <laughs> but you're keeping the other one.
0: No, I'm getting them removed. Okay. I am just, like, tired of being delusional. I'm so over it. Like,. I just remember, like my best friend Salon, like told me, like she was like, you know what? She she's watched everything, all the hard times. She's been there through all of it, and she just every time she says, you're not you're not gonna listen to me, but one day you're gonna wake up and you're gonna be like, fuck this. And that's the point I got to. Like it's it's been a long run, but
1: how long were you guys together?
0: I wouldn't technically say we were together, but I would say we were pretty close. But it was like, I don't know. I've known him for a minute. I don't know. I would just say it was like just some weird ass, not weird like as in like weird, but like just some fucking shit I should've never got myself into.
1: Like a situation situationship?
0: I I feel like I'm kind of wrong in a way because I just kind of walked out with no rhyme or reason. I mean, I had a little bit of a reason, but it wasn't like enough of like, damn bitch, you just stopped talking to me. How old were you though?
1: Like so young, no?
0: I was 18. (laughs) I'm
1: like she's twenty now, so I'm just saying you can't blame yourself. The only no, reason I said I was, that is I you. Was yeah, very,
0: I was very young, and I don't, I don't, I don't mean to sit here and put him on blast. Like you know, I that was one of the only people that I really could say like I really took to, and really like just really loved him. Like really, really did love him. Like him and my mom were very close, but I would kind of just say like, this guy, with the past be the past. But I feel like I'm wrong for walking away, like I said, with no rhyme or reason. And then just one day just like, oh, hey, what are you doing? I'm finna come to LA and stay with you for a couple days. And I will say he he, he let me in with open arms. He let me back in with open arms, but at the time I'm like, all right, cool. But then in the back of my head, I'm like, he ain't letting me get off like that. He ain't letting me get off that easy. Right, like you knew knew something was was coming. I knew it was gonna be something.
1: Okay, but you guys don't talk anymore.
0: We haven't talked in a minute.
1: Okay. I wanted at one point to get my ex's name tatted on me, and I'm so glad I didn't. I think about it all the time. I have my son's name tatted on me, Dad. and I'm like, I love that, but I don't want any reminders of exes on my body. Like, that would stress me out so much. I don't know how you
0: do it. I mean, you don't see the one on your back? So, no, the one on my back, I just, it's, that doesn't really bother me, because it's like, it could be anything, you know what I'm saying? doesn't have to necessarily stand for Gemini, but... I've had a couple of people's names had it, but I just look at it like, hey, if I'm dating you and I'm fucking with you, I want to rock around with your name on me.
1: That's like romantic, honestly. You're like, I fuck with you this hard. Okay, let's talk about the beginning. I've learned so much about these ranches and the troubled teen industry Lord. from researching you. I'd heard a little bit about Paris Seldon but, you know, all I had seen of you, which I think a lot of people had seen, like this is when you first obviously came on the scene was the piece on Dr. Phil where you said catch me outside whatever is funny it was viral but then I didn't know the whole story that happened from there which is that he basically recommended you go to this camp right Mm -hmm. I saw the video where you're talking about they wouldn't let you sleep the first couple nights
0: so basically I got there like three in the morning and then they woke me up at like six a.m like and you had to get up and then you had to sit in this circle for like The next 12 hours. So it was time to go to sleep. And then when it is time to go to sleep, you're sleeping on this hardwood plank with a sleeping bag. You can't even really sleep for real.
1: So crazy. It's
0: just like, I didn't kill nobody. I didn't touch nobody, kid. I didn't kill no puppy. Why am I here? Well, you're not even, you can't even teach treat prisoners like that. That's what I'm saying. Like, even the worst of the worst don't get treated like that.
1: How old were you when you got went to that place? I was
0: 13.
1: Oh, my God. So this was was right after Dr. Phil or? It was
0: August 17th, 2017. And your mom
1: had basically, like, decided to do Dr. Phil because she was like, I don't know what to do. This will help, whatever. Or what's the story there?
0: So, okay, I hate to... I hate to put my mom on blast. I really do. It's still my mom at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? But she didn't care when she put me on blast. And what she put me on blast for was not even half of the truth. So I actually found out on my 19th birthday that my mom had been emailing Dr. Phil since I was two years old.
1: No fucking way.
0: So I don't know if it, my mom is a very narcissistic person. And you know, narcissists, they like a crowd figuratively and literally they like a crowd cuz they feel like well I can't convince the people who really know me so I can convince others of whatever narrative I want to play so I think for her it was just like it's just like so crazy to me cuz I didn't know like what I was walking into
1: of course when you were 13 and I was
0: yeah I was 13 like she's like oh, we're going to go on Dr. Phil and I'm just like I'm getting, I'm smoking weed every day. Like, I'm like, you know, you just be like, all right, take where you want to take me. I don't give a fuck. Like, and then, like, when they told me, like, okay, you're going to come with us. Yeah, no, the fuck, I'm not.
1: Do you know what she emailed them that got you guys on the show?
0: I don't know, actually. I feel like I have seen one of the emails before, but I don't remember exactly what it said. I do remember, though. I think my manager was the one who figured it out because he was like, she just said, oh, I think something came up. And it was like she was like, oh, here's the 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 email that I had to Dr. Phil, and then the one before that said like something something March 2005 or 2006. So it was like, bitch, I could barely walk. Like, what the fuck was I doing that was that
1: bad? I mean, definitely nothing. That's wild. So you do Dr. Phil, and then you go away right away. So you didn't know that that clip was going no. viral.
0: No, and then when while I was there. I remember like probably around like the end of September. I think the show got released sometime around the end of December. And I remember like, oh, hide the keys. Here she come, like on some funny shit. And I was just to be like, fuck does that mean? Cause like, you
1: had no idea.
0: I had no fucking idea. And then the, some of the staff started telling me like, oh, you, you a tough one. So I was like, I'm like, let me see. Like, like oh, well, we obviously can't show you whatever. So I'm just blind to it, and then I get home. I feel like my mom felt bad because, like, she didn't really want to take me nowhere because she didn't want people to like bombard me or whatever. And then, so I was. Just I mean, in I the feel house. like you
1: were so famous. Like, I feel like that was everywhere. It like, was so, so fast. fucking
0: weird and yeah. like quick. Imagine you get home from being in this fucking fucked up place for fucking six months, and then you you open your phone and go on Facebook, and all you see is yourself.
1: Because you obviously didn't have any when you were out there. No, I mean, I can't... Who could imagine that? That's the most insane story ever. And
0: then, I'm already like... Especially growing up with a house with only my mother in it. I'm a very confrontational person. Well, I used to be a very confrontational person at the time. So... And I'm like, who the fuck you think you' talking to? Da, da, da. Like, I'm going in on everybody. Like, you don't fucking know me.
1: What? Like on Twitter, on Instagram, Live, Twitter, like, Instagram.
0: It didn't matter. It like didn't any matter. Any
1: platform. Anything.
0: Yeah. Like, I'm going after everybody. I got nothing but time. I'm going after everybody. That's why, like now, I'm such a unconfrontational person. Like, I really hate to be in the mix. I hate to be in bullshit. Like. Anything like even like my boyfriend, he loved being conversational. So I'll be like, No, just calm down. It's okay. Like, just leave him He's alone. Like, please him don't alone. make me do him this things. Like, oh my God. Please leave him alone. Like, we were just on the plane two times ago when we flew, and this dude was like saying something about my friend Terry's phone, and I was just like, Oh no, they're gonna start. Like, please. And then here he goes, like, What you talking about? And then they start going at it. I'm like, We're gonna get kicked off the plane. Like, I hate conversations so much. Like, so much. And I think that's because all the trauma I've been through with it. I just, don't really care to explain myself to nobody. I don't, like, if, if you have a problem with something I'm doing, okay.
1: When did that change for you? Like, when did you go from the girl that we know, like, obviously you were a child, so it's a weird thing to say, but I'm kind of impressed that you just, like, stood up for yourself so much. And in a lot of ways, like, so many people don't do that. When the internet comes for them or makes fun of them, they just cower and they, like, disappear and you didn't do that. So when did that switch for you? When did you start being like, okay, I'm I'm not going to engage with this?
0: I would say probably like 16, 17 was when I was just like, you know what? I really had to sit down and think about it. Like, these people are only looking at this. They're not looking at this. They can only see this. I get it. A lot of stuff is about uh, perception. But at the same time, it's like, what the fuck are we really talking about right
1: now? Right. Like, you can't control it. So you're like, fuck it.
0: But a lot of it is like, you ever just hear some crazy, stupid ass shit? Like imagine somebody walked in here right now like, I know you got gang by seven people last night. You would look at them like, Bruh, get the fuck out of
1: my face. Like, you right.
0: laugh at them. Like, that's literally how I am now. Like, the shit be so made up and so pulled out of ass. It's like, it's like, what? It's like, so
1: ridiculous that engaging with it would, like, be giving it more credit than it,
0: it deserves. Yeah. They know what they're saying is wrong. They or Maybe they don't. But the, a lot of them know what they're saying is just fucking to get a reaction or whatever. So it's like, you kill that by not giving it no reaction. And at the end of the day, motherfuckers really know about me for real. Like I'm not who people say I am, and everybody that's gotten around me is always like, "Oh, she actually cool as fuck." Like, it's never like, "Oh, I'm never coming around this bitch again." She crazy. Like, it's never that, cause that's really like, and and to make me stick to that same person to hold that that 13, 14, 15 year old, even when I was 16, I was a little threw off, but to hold that profile on me throughout the rest of my my teenage years and my my adult years now is just, even the shit when it comes to how I look. I was 13. I'm not gonna look the same at 16 that I looked at 13. I'm not gonna look the same at 17. I'm not gonna look the same at 18. I'm not gonna look the same at 19. I'm damn sure not gonna look the same at 20. So it's like am I going to be 26, 27, 28 years old and y'all are going to be putting up this picture of me when I was 13 like oh look how much surgery she got. Like I mean they will. Unfortunately. I was a fucking baby. You like, literally weren't grown. Your face hadn't all. like
1: come into itself. Your that's body has not like, Yeah.
0: And that's and one thing that's really crazy is like I'm very honest. I'm a very honest person. Like I don't bullshit not when it comes to motherfuckers I'm in a relationship with, friends with, the internet I don't care I don't I mean you know some shit is meant to be kept private but I don't bullshit so I've been very honest I had two rounds of ass shots when I was 16 they did absolutely nothing I literally could show pictures they did absolutely nothing I didn't start getting some type of shape to my body till I started gaining weight I gained like 25 pounds in like two weeks
1: how the hell did you do that
0: I don't, I don't know. I don't like know. Like on
1: purpose you did that or just it no, happened? No, it just happened. Okay, well. It
0: literally just happened. Like, I don't know for real, like, mm-hmm. but like I've never gotten my boobs done. I've had lip filler.
1: You're like, it's all out there. It's I'm being honest. Yeah. It's all out
0: there. So to just sit and say like, oh, she did this, she did that, she did this, she did that, she did that. Y'all wonder why motherfuckers keep everything private from y'all cause y'all just gonna talk anyways.
1: It's true. What do you think are the biggest misconceptions about you? Or like, what do you think people don't know about
0: you? I think people think that I'm like a a fake badass. I just wanna be tough and like always trying to be tough. Like, I'm not that person at all. When it comes down to the time to be like that, don't fuck with me. But I'm not just walking around like,
1: <laughs> like looking chasing, for a puffed fight. Out. Like,
0: yeah. no, I'm not like that. Like I said, I'm very like, uh, like timid sometimes. Like, please stop yelling at me. <laughs> like, <laughs> but like when it comes down to it, I'm, I'm gonna go there with you. Like, I don't care. But at the same time, it's like, I'm not just, like I said, walking around my chest puffed out. I'm not no fake badass. I'm not even, I'm not trying to hold up no badass image. Like bro, I'm fucking older now. Like y'all, y'all seen that shit from me when I was living in fucking Boynton Beach, like running around with fucking gang members and prostitutes and shit. Like I'm not that person no more. Like I'm a fucking valley girl. Like. I still got that Florida in me, though. Don't bring it out.
1: I get it. You're like, I stand up for myself when I have to, but when like, I have to, but I'm I- in general, I'm not like walking around like that. That's not yeah. who I am.
0: Yeah. I
1: heard somewhere that I think you said in a video, you were like, they told me to like fight if they if I need just make good TV.
0: Oh my God, yes, I will. I still, you know, like when you're getting ready or like you're in the shower and you just think about something that bothers you. I still think about that till this day. This bitch literally walked up to me and was like. And it was just so ignorant, cause like I used to smoke cigarettes. So when I would smoke, I would spit sometimes. Mm-hmm. And so I shouldn't be smoking cigarettes. I can't stand the taste. So my mom always told me that if you gotta spit when you smoke cigarettes. You shouldn't be smoking them. So I guess she seen that I did that. So she was like, if you, whatever you feel like you need to do out there, do punch, kick, spit, bit. And I just put two and two together. I'm like. Bitch, I'm not spitting out of aggression. I'm spitting because this fucking Newport tastes like the bottom of somebody's foot.
1: (laughs) Wow, I love it. 13, though, still dedicated, still trying to smoke them, even though it disgusted you.
0: Girl.
1: (laughs) That's wild, though. So was there a part of you that got up there and like wanted to put on a show because that was what the expectation was?
0: or No, I really was just like, I didn't know what I was walking into, honestly. And I just feel like, at the time, I was just such a, like, ah, whatever. Mm. So when I walked in there, I was just like, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, what? And then people think that I told my mom to catch me outside. I was talking to the audience. I wasn't even talking to my mom. Because the audience
1: was saying shit, too, right?
0: Yeah, like, yeah. there in one of the clips, oh, when he said the audience, some hoes, the one lady goes, you're a hoe, Like, bitch, I'm, you're fucking 54 years old. I'm fucking... 13, leave me the fuck alone, like. Is the atmosphere of
1: Dr. Phil, like super aggressive like that? Like it sounds like Jerry Springer It's like, or yeah, something. I was about to
0: say, it's like fucking yeah. Maury, like, it's crazy.
1: Have you heard from him, especially with the troubled teen industry and the way you've been outspoken about that? Have you ever heard from him? Because he basically said, I don't know anything about that, even though he was getting progress reports on how you were doing, right? Not
0: only the progress reports, that staff member being murdered was a broadcasted. Can thing.
1: you tell that story?
0: So, I was in the kitchen with a couple other girls washing dishes, and I don't remember what staff member it was, she was sitting on the counter, like, right next to me, and then on her radio, all you heard was, <laughs> like, a bunch of crazy shit, like, it sounded like someone was trying to talk, but, like, was, like, freaking out and couldn't hold the button down, and, like, a couple minutes later, um, one of the other staff members, Ben, he went and put the the truck in the in the middle of the road because it was like a a a two-way street so like you but it was small enough to where you could block it off but it's the only way you could get from the other facility that was down the road and then everyone like started freaking out but we still didn't know what was going on but a couple hours later all the kids that were at roundy the other facility were up with us and they were being relatively more decent to us than usual which doesn't take a lot but, yeah, and then I just remember, like, just being so confused, like.
1: And what had happened?
0: And then the next day, they put us all in, like, a, a a group, like, in a group circle. And they were like, well, something happened. We can't really tell you guys too much, but we don't want you to talk to the Roundy kids about it. Don't ask questions. But Jimmy died. And we were all just like. Like not expecting that to come from it. Like, Jimmy was
1: a staff member. We, yeah,
0: we thought maybe like it caught on fire or something. Like we didn't, and we still didn't know it was a kid that murdered him. We still, we didn't know nothing. I didn't know anything until my mom came to get me for, for graduation.
1: Cause she obviously told you about it because it was like on the news yeah. and okay.
0: But I just feel like, bitch, why you ain't go get me?
1: Yeah, like people are dying out here, literally. All right, we will be right back with more Bad Baby. Welcome back to High
0: Low with Emrata.
1: This is like tough love, right?
0: When I remember I was in the office up there one time and they had like, I guess it's where like the parents can go and like read about the place and get to understand the place and stuff. And I'm reading this pamphlet and the reasons that they said you could send your child here were behavioral issues, if uh, problems from being adopted, sexual abuse, emotional abuse. I'm thinking, what the fuck? I'm thinking I'm gonna see pedophilia and real crime and like murdering people. And you're gonna send your kid here because you chose to adopt them and they can't handle it.
1: Right, and to a place that's like the opposite of therapy of like taking care of them. It's
0: There was nothing therapeutic about that. I came back with more emotional and mental like than ever like what the fuck I remember sometimes I would just sit there and like it's like you're like you're, you can't even cry because you know crying isn't gonna do anything. You're just like so hopeless and you just like rock back and forth like please like I will do anything. I remember praying to God I will never do another thing again like I please just let me go home. I wrote my mom one time and told her like hey I ain't gonna lie I'm you ain't about to see me ever again like I'm about to kill myself for real like I don't care if I gotta drown myself in the sink I don't care what I gotta do like and then they made me sleep on the floor for four days for doing
1: oh my god it's so crazy okay so you come out of this facility like traumatized, and you're fully famous like super super famous you start like getting crazy followers whatever and then you started you decided to start music right yeah and at that point you had you were how old like 14 15 when you decided to do music or
0: 14 i think
1: okay and I read that you were really like your management, everything, people were trying to tell you like what to wear, how to present yourself. Yes. What was that like?
0: So my old manager who's now a business partner, he just, he he worked in branding. So that was like his main thing was branding celebrities or whatever. So when I came to him, I had my hair dyed red. And so I guess he just thought like, oh, that's the play. Like, okay, cool so and then the ponytail and then the fucking jeans and the the sneakers and the hoodies like i remember we were going to catch one night or some restaurant and i wanted to wear a dress and he was like i ain't going out with you if you wear that and i was like he was like all right cool your career will be over that's fine like anything i did like i get it like he was just trying to like withhold this image but at the same time it's like
1: withhold the like sexy image or what no
0: no the, the opposite because I guess they didn't want it to be said like oh she's getting exploited and sexually exploited and whatever but it's like at the same time like I, I have a lot of emotional damage from that because I went out looking ways that I would never have wanted to be seen like I'm not like I wasn't allowed to wear makeup I wasn't allowed to do certain things
1: So you didn't have control and now those pictures exist forever.
0: Yeah. And that's why it's like, they're using a lot of these pictures where I look crazy, dark circles under my eyes, face puffy. And then they're comparing it to how I look now. (laughs) It's like, really like...
1: Right. You're like, I didn't even have control over that. I didn't like how I looked. No. Then OnlyFans happens. Like, did you know that it was going to be as huge as it was? Because you made $50 million the first year or something crazy. So... Did you know that you had that audience of like grown men?
0: I I, I mean, I don't know. I didn't really, I wasn't really thinking much of it at the time, but I was actually broke as fuck before I started OnlyFans. No way. I barely had shit. Like my mom, my mom was in control of my money. So she was doing whatever she wanted to do. and I had a $500 limit on my card. (laughs)
1: No way. (laughs) And you'd already like Gucci flip flops and like you'd had like hits. And you you still haven't seen that money. So OnlyFans in a lot of ways was like you get to decide what you look like. You get to decide it was like you get the money is direct to you
0: through like I seen the light of the tunnel. It was crazy. But I remember just being on the phone with my manager, like, just get me get me three million dollars put away in an account and then like a hundred thousand every month and I'll be good. Like I don't care. I'll do this. I don't care.
1: Is that how did you decide to and do it? it? Did was you just like, know about OnlyFans and you were like, "This seems like a good way to make money"? Or, yeah, it was yeah. like
0: it was like a group decision. Mm-hmm. But it's just really crazy because I remember telling him like, "Yeah, like just I just just I just need three million dollars tucked away and then monthly $100,000. And then it was just like, well,
1: a lot more than that. Here
0: you go. Here's your three million that you wanted in four hours. Here you go, have it. And then it just like kept going and going and going. And I was just like. Shit! Like (laughs) I didn't care. That's
1: so crazy. I remember when like the news came out about how much money you made. Every people from so many different walks of lives that I knew were like, "Shit, I'm getting an OnlyFans." Like she's inspired. That's
0: one thing I will I will say is that it doesn't go like that for everybody. Right. I've had people that come to me, and they're like, "Oh well, I'm gonna just do it how you do it," and it's like, "Eh, no. It's really situational, and what do you think your situation
1: was that like made you pop off like that?
0: Well, I was kept covered for so long, right? Like, with the how they were making me dress and shit. And I was young,
1: ew, <laughs> it's so creepy. It I mean, is. It's-, it's
0: creepy, but at the same time, and I don't like I was sexually abused as a child twice, actually, two separate occasions. I'm so sorry, from when I was three to six and then from when I was 13 to 16. So I don't, like, I'm not one of them people that's like, oh no, pedophilia is fine as long as they're like a little bit older. Like, no, like, no. I still think it's fucking weird, but at the same time, 18 is 18 and that's what they said it was, so that's what they said it was. Now, if I was 17 doing it or if the pictures were old and doing it, okay, I'd be weirded out by it. But it's like, do I think it's a billion percent okay? No. But at the same time, it's like, they ain't gonna find it here, they gonna find it somewhere.
1: Well, and you're laughing your way to the bank, right? Like who's the one who ends ends up being in control? What do you do with your money? <laughs> what do you like to spend money on?
0: I love cars. Okay. So, like I have like $2 million worth of cars. I have a Trackhawk, I have a Red Eye Charger, jailbreak edition. I just bought a new uh, 2023 Range Rover and I just bought a Durango Hellcat and then I have a Ferrari for 58.
1: Uh, the only thing I understood and that was Ferrari. I know nothing about cars.
0: <laughs> I love like American made cars. So, so like the Trackhawk is a Jeep, mm-hmm. the, the Charger is a Dodge, Durango is a Dodge.
1: We'll be right back
0: after this break.
1: Welcome back to High Low with Emrata. All right. How does your mom feel about your OnlyFans?
0: Girl, that lady love money. She don't give a fuck where it come from.
1: So you does she you do you support her still? Damn. And have you guys like talked about stuff? Does she like realize what it was like? I think and- she
0: feels bad, but at the same time, it's like what can you do? Yeah. She knows she did it wrong.
1: There's so many TikToks about it and they'll I be like
0: wait, talk about her in a nurse You're going. Wow. You're going. <laughs>
1: You're like, uh-huh, I, went, I was also sent away
0: mm-hmm, when we were
1: too hard to do I'ma tell them
0: her ass got dementia. She can't have no phone. She can't have nothing. Lock her in the room. Wow. <laughs>
1: so you got a hold. This is a
0: long game scheme.
1: You're like, it's all good right now.
0: At the, at the end of the day, I get the last laugh every time. So it's cool.
1: That's like your philosophy in general. No, it
0: really is. It, it is. It really is.
1: I mean, when you fucking got famous at 13, of course, that's your philosophy. Like, because now you're 20 and you have the music, you have the money. Okay.
0: And I just, I really feel like I could just do anything I want to do.
1: That's amazing.
0: I don't know if I want to get back into music. My manager and my boyfriend and my friends are like, oh, you need to get back into music, you need to get back into music. And I'm just like, "Eh, I don't know. And I, I try to get my boyfriend to understand, like, you don't understand what comes with that. Right now, I don't have to be in the light. I don't have to do anything. But it's like, once you get back into that artist mode and it's like, You're going to be doing interviews all the time you're going to be shooting all the time you're going to be way more talked about and way more just broadcasted and it's like right now i don't have to be dealing with that and i don't like to deal with that so i don't want to do it like you know what i mean like i'm not saying i would i'm never going to do music again yeah but I just have to make sure like with myself that I'm okay with what comes with that. Cause it's not just, oh put out a couple records and do a couple shows. It's not motherfuckers, it's on your body, like right on rice, want to know everything you're doing. Wanna, like if you really notice, like the people who are the most famous are the rappers and the mu- like the musicians, like For motherfuckers sure. really be obsessed with these mm-hmm. people. It's crazy. Like if you, if you go and ask somebody who's the most famous person, you know, they probably gonna say like, future little baby. like They're not gonna say somebody that's-
1: Also though, I do think the other people who are the most famous are reality TV stars and that's like yeah. kind of how people know you. They think yeah. they know you, you know? So I think you would get the worst combination of it because you have the music stuff, but also people feel like they know Bad Baby, they know Danielle, like they grew up with you basically. So they're curious to see how you're doing. Maybe not in a way that they're like care about you, but because they just want to have something to talk about. So you're kind of protecting your peace.
0: Yeah, because it's just, like, I don't... I notice that nowadays, like, that I'm not really... I'm still talked about, but not to the degree of, like, how it used to be. But I think that energy is real. Energy is really real. And when you're such a household name and not in a good way... Because with me, it will never be in a good way. No matter what I do, it's always going to be, oh, well, this and this and this 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 this. So it's like... It's always going to come with bullshit. That shit really will, you'll really feel that shit take over you. The negativity. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But also I have to say like you had all this negativity when you turned 13. In the public eye, everyone was like, oh my God, laughing at you or whatever. And look how you pivoted it. You took that negative energy and you turned it into however many fucking cars you have. (laughs) So I don't know. I mean, I feel I feel that, though. I think it's really I really respect, especially from what you're coming from, that you now are just like, I'm good on putting myself out there in that way.
0: Like, I'd rather get into real estate or get into a business or like just some shit that I don't have to like be famous. Hey, like, I wouldn't say it's necessarily like the worst thing in the world being famous, but it's like, what's the point? It just comes with so much bullshit. I don't have the time or the the it in me to even sit up and argue with y'all. And I don't like being made to look like somebody that I'm
1: not. Which is about control and like you can't control it. But now you control your, your shit basically, right? You can dress how you want to, you control what you put on OnlyFans. Yeah,
0: but it's like no matter what I do or what I say, or like it literally doesn't matter. It's just always something. And I'm not saying everyone has to love me. And I'm not saying everyone hates me. But it's to assert, when I, when I start to see, like, I would like her butt. And then the butt is, like, some stupid ass shit. It's like.
1: How much are you having to work right now for OnlyFans, whatever? Because you're talking about the grind of, like, you know, if you were to get back into music, like, is it a lot of work?
0: The OnlyFans stuff? Yeah. I mean. Sometimes I just do the stuff on my phone. Sometimes I do actual shoots. So, like, sometimes I do it, like, a couple times a week. Sometimes I push it off for a minute. But it's nowhere near this. this hard. as doing music.
1: Yeah. Did You you did some live shows and stuff. Did you like that?
0: Yeah, I actually, that's one thing I do miss about being an artist is I, I do miss touring and I miss doing shows. And honestly, if I was to get back in it for any reason, it would probably be that.
1: Okay, you're in a relationship right now, are you happy?
0: Yes, I am very happy That's actually. Nice. I feel like I've just been through so much bullshit, especially after getting out that shit with Buddy Ass. Like I just, it just, it, just, I, I forgot what it feels like to be around somebody and like wanna be around them. I feel like- Like you
1: like him. <laughs>
0: yeah, like yeah. I feel like towards the end of stuff with me and so it was like, we were just kind of dealing with each other, like just kind of putting up with shit. And it's like, it just feels so good to be able to like, actually like wanna be around somebody and like, you don't have to think, of, cause we're so early, so it hasn't really been a lot of fuck shit that's happened. How so long was, have you guys like, been together? I would say like two and a half months.
1: Oh, okay, so it's fresh.
0: But we've spent every day with each other since we met. How'd you guys meet? Um, we met through a mutual friend in Atlanta. That's always the best. Yeah, it was like really unexpected. I was out in Atlanta with my friend, Terry, and my friend Cam. And I had met him a couple days before, but it was like, just like some quick shit. Like it wasn't really nothing. I was actually sick as fuck laying on the couch and like him and Terry had just pulled up. So like we was just talking, whatever. But then me and, me and Terry and Cam ended up going out and we're drunk as fuck. And I, I seen him and I'm like, all right. <laughs> I'm like, all right. Cause I been thought he was cute, but it was like, mm. it was some other shit. That was the reason that I was like, all right, I can't do that. But... I was drunk, and I remember just, like, whispering in his ear, like, I don't give a fuck. You fine as fuck. Like,
1: Oh, my God. Good for you. And then that was it.
0: That was it.
1: Wait, I love that. I'm like, I need the bad baby. Like, how do you hit on dudes? Like, you should do a TikTok or something. (laughs) That's confident. That's nice.
0: No, that's drunk.
1: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I mean, liquor helps. Okay, so the secret to that is that. Do you like look back at being 11, 12, 13 in like your adolescence and how do you feel about it? Are you like, wow, this was this crazy time. This is whatever. Or do you feel like, my God, if I had a child, I would never do this. Like what was kind of your takeaway from from your experience?
0: I feel like I look back now at those times and I just I remember I swore I knew it all. I swore like I was just hot shit. Not hot shit like as in like I looked so good, but like I just like, I'm that bitch. I know what the fuck going on. Can't nobody play me. Can't nobody fuck me over. Like, and I just look back like, bitch you was so fucking green. Like you was so fucking green and you was letting motherfuckers walk all over you. Like, if I seen that, if I could see that little girl right now, take her and shake her.
1: And tell her to do shit differently, like different attitude or even just career, yeah.
0: She wanted, she'll blow that cigarette smoke in my face and laugh at me.
1: <laughs> it's all good. You ended up here. So thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate it.
0: Thank you for having me. Yeah.
1: All right, y'all, that was Bad Baby in the studio in New York, Hilo with Emrata. There's a lot to talk about there. I want to hear from all of you on Hilo.fm for the subscription episode where we continue the conversation. I want to hear your thoughts on what she had to say about sexualization of young people. I feel like she's so matter-of-fact about it, but it was really um, fascinating that she touched on it. I think that the stuff about the troubled teen industry, like I said, we're doing an episode on that on Thursday. So I'd love to hear your thoughts or if you have experiences. Paris Hilton's obviously talked about that a lot. As always, taking control of your image, a big theme of the podcast. Obviously, she was so young when she got famous. It's really kind of an insane story. And her entire adolescence was essentially seems like pretty traumatic. I'd love to hear from you and even thoughts on her mom and her relationship with her mom. So go to hilo.fm to submit your voice notes. We will be back on Thursday with an episode on the troubled teen industry. It's a pretty fucked up industry. I've learned some insane things. There have been so many deaths and it's just wild. Thank you for listening. See you all on Thursday. High Low with Imrata is a Sony Music Entertainment, Bitch Era Media, and Something Else production. Our executive producers are me, Emily Radikowski, Matt Raz, and Sarita Wesley. Our showrunner is Matt Raz. Our associate producer is Rachel Choder. Today's episode was engineered by Samantha Gatsik with original music by The Crystal Pharaoh.